0: back to Arsenio's ESL podcast and welcome back to a super special today. Q&A, questions and answers. I don't know what I'm going to call this, but it's something around the Thai mentality about English. Now, the ugly, ugly aspect of this is on my personal development podcast. Now, for those of you who have listened to the ugly aspect of it, now I'm going to focus on the English aspect of it. So first I must say this, I am not a teacher, I'm a trainer, I'm an accelerated coach. I believe that I teach about life through a language. I teach people to become expressionists, as we should. We should be able to express ourselves and give our opinions and respect one another, not based on anything about the individual, but based just on the character of that individual. Here in Thailand, there's something called teachers, right? just as there are around the world. What is a teacher? I don't know what a teacher is. If you look at what teachers are, uh, it could kind of stem around, hey, well, maybe they're, they're people who open up books. They read text by text. They don't give the ability to do this. They don't do that. So, if we look at what a teacher is, I don't believe, I'm not, this is why I don't classify myself as a teacher because I see what teachers do in classrooms and it is a broken philosophy, a 150 to a 400 year old Harvard type of philosophy. I am not going to sit in a lecture hall with 200 other students and listen to an old head, excuse my French. Because I know a lot of older people, they might get a little bit angry, but let's just think about it. There's not so much forward thinking, there's backward thinking. There's a lot of blaming of social media rather than accepting and expanding on that. This is why I love the Gen Y and the Gen Z right now, because we have true potential. I'm not gonna say all Gen Y, but I'm gonna say Gen Z, you guys are going to have to clean up the mess that we have left behind. And I know that I can I can trust you with everything that you will do. Phenomenal. Okay? Now. I'm not going to sit there and see some 70-year-old man rant about bullshit philosophies, excuse my French, that do not exist anymore in a world that has already changed. This is not the 20th century anymore. The 1900s are finished. I do not give a damn. How can I adopt a skill set so I do not become, uh, I don't become obsolete in a rapidly changing world in terms of technology? You know that jobs are gone. If we even focus on the job aspect of what's happening here in Thailand, there are a number of individuals, including my students, who cannot find a job. Just released an article two days ago. Oh, new grads cannot find jobs. They're gonna get a master's. And then when they get their master's, they still won't be able to find a job. You're not preparing them from the future. You're preparing them for something that no longer exists. This is not the 80s, the 90s, or the 00s. We're into 2020 now. That is the end. So, in saying that, we have a professor, okay? Not me, no, not on this podcast today, but I've already tackled the ugly aspect of it, which is on my personal development podcast, but I want to focus on where her mind is. See, apparently, she is uh, an assistant professor in the Department of English at one of the big time universities out here in Thailand by the name of Thomasa. And so, what we have to figure out is first the statements that she made in this particular article. We need to figure out where her mind is so we could double up and see what the problem is. Because when you're dealing with older generations, they have old mindsets. And that's why I had to tackle the first half of the ugly of what she said and what she was brought up in before I go into the real English speaking aspect of it. So she said last year, EF, whatever that goddamn organization is, ranked Thailand 64th out of... 88 countries, and this year they dropped to 74th. She said, this is a representation of long-term lackluster instruction and use of a primordial, which is a very big adjective, not sure why she used that, curriculum. Oh, so primal. Ah, so like a 600-year-old curriculum. And our teaching of the English language. She said, quote, the key to business is to keep ahead of the competition in any given industry. Competitors are always developing, boosting their strengths and tackling their weaknesses. A successful businessman knows the strategies must change with the times. Then she asked herself a rhetorical question. She says, so why do we think we can teach English the way we used to 30 years ago? And so even going further down she said you know what with our students with and she talked about you know how she had to approach a foreigner and she was asking them questions but because she doesn't have close listening techniques and follow up techniques the foreigners seemed very very lost while she was asking these questions because she was asking questions that he had already answered now i understand scripts i do i really do but at the same time what i want to figure out is Yes, they're taught scripts. They're taught this. They're taught that. But okay, let's let's figure out how can you make them better. See, I'm all for change. If all you're going to say is educate, the educate, the educate, the educate the problem, be the change. This is why I rebelled against so many again old heads at my job because they said teach from the book, teach from the book. I said absolutely not. You've lost your damn mind. Why you don't teach from the? I am not a teacher. I am a trainer. I train people on life. I double down on their strengths and build them up in their skill sets or their core genius in terms of what they're trying to achieve in life. I can give a damn about opening a book. That does not, I do not care about that. I be care about making some I care about making someone an expressionist. So she said, I don't know about other fields, but English lessons are planned based on the ease of teaching. We worry about we or how we can assess what needs to be taught in fifteen weeks. See, guys, I'm going to hurry up and point this out. If you're learning a language for a grade, you've lost, that's it. Finish. Every language you've learned in school, forget about it because you're learning for a grade. You're being forced to do something that you don't want to do. So that's not really learning. Let's take out that nastiness. Okay, if you're learning something for a grade, take it out. It's finished. You need to learn something to learn it. That's it. And so. She said, change requires us to give up teaching material that will put students to sleep, humiliate them in certain situations and become obsolete in the next five years. True, grammar plays a big part in language, but it needs to be taught in a more communicative way. Remember, Katrina Gleisberg said this, so this is a good point on her behalf. Katrina Gleisberg said, if you do not learn grammar in context, listen to it in context, all of these skills in context, they will be forgotten she is 1 million percent right. And so again, language serves as a channel for the communication of thoughts and ideas. And she went on to say this, in fact, I feel that many English teachers are unfaithful to their profession. As teachers, we all know that language well enough to express our thoughts fluently. And this accuracy comes from plenty of exposure, extensive and meaningful use of it, and real life experience of it. So why do teachers rely on teaching of grammar and opt for closed-ended questions and closed tests to assess their students. They stick with uh, recitation. Oh my God, I hate that word. I said resuscitation. Nobody die. Recitation and memorizing, nothing more. Well, wait, 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 wait. Let's back up here. This isn't about language anymore. This is about education in general. That's America. That's every university in America. It's all about memorizing. People at Harvard, people at Penn, people at Johns Hopkins, people at all those prestigious universities. Yeah, they're great at memorizing, that's it. There is no practicality behind it, it's theory. And every time I try challenging any of these people at Columbia, and yes, I'm from Penn, I'm such a smart student, I got 1,350 on my SAT. None of that can be transmuted to reality. That's all there is to it. See, the English language, Or learning in general has to be taught as a life skill. Not as a prerequisite, and sure as hell not as a passing grade. Now, I'm paraphrasing what she said. I'm completely against, I'm completely for it. She went on to say this very, very interestingly. This is what English, and this is how it should be taught. See, guys, the way I teach grammar and stuff like that, I kind of teach it in a fun way. I throw some vocabulary out there that you could possibly learn, but it looks. What you guys are getting, and for people who actually listen to this podcast, you guys are learning about pronunciation, you're listening, ideas, well, ideology, uh, and a lot of other different things. So you're getting everything in general. See, this is why I would love to set up classes online, and I'm going to set up an application, a lot of different things, because people aren't able to express themselves, right? And so she went on to say she's at a language school, in Brazil, Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo, Brazil, teamed up with a California-based pizzeria to create a win-win take-on customer service and language learning experience. So what does that mean? Well, when a customer in Los Angeles calls to order a pizza, they are connected to a student sitting in a classroom in Brazil. Now that is amazing. Let me give you another one. A school in, in Almada, Portugal, launched a project based on the idea that classes have no boundaries. So the students work on projects in all subjects, including English, during the semester. So they simply work with, within and for the city they live in by identifying problems, working in the field, talking with people, and hunting for solutions. And she said at the very end, with an ex- exclamation, she said, now that's what I call an authentic lesson. Of course. This is what Finland is doing. See, so if we look at what the, the likes of Singapore, that's all purely academic, right? Japan, there's no practicality behind that. I mean, no offense. I know a lot of you wonderful, beautiful Japanese folks. You guys listen to me. You're number one. But think about it. You learn to, you learn to study for a grade. There's a lot of stress, this, that. But is any of it really, really practical? Well, yeah, a little bit because I go into this and in engineering and I need this for numbers. Okay, perfect. Yes. Okay, if you want to become an engineer, perfect. But you know what? We still need to become thinkers in general you got to learn how to communicate you have to and so in saying that it needs to be far more hands on this is what i've been thinking about like in terms of my classes now again when it comes to me holding presentation workshops just as that last video or that last podcast just went viral which is amazing um and if i look at a couple of other areas of you know the english language in general um I would love to make it as, as, as interesting as possible. So that's why I'm like, okay, so what I would like to do, I'd like to set up a a classroom. So I just did coming up next weekend, as a matter of fact, next Saturday. So possibly next Sunday. So this week is going to be a crazy week with a lot of crazy podcasts. You guys are going to see a lot of different crazy wacky things all week long. Okay. Uh, Except for Monday and Tuesday, but nonetheless, Katrina from America, And then, of course, wonderful, 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 Lore, who I just brought on from Belgium. We're gonna be on a video, a three-way podcast together. This is gonna be the first time I've brought on three people with three different types of ideologies to share different things and have extended discussions. I'm thinking. See, that right there? Now, what my big goal coming up in the new year is to bring some of you on. That's right! Some of you listeners right now who are listening to my podcast, I want to bring some of you on. And what do you mean by that, teacher? Well, you know what? Not teacher. You call me (laughs) Coach AJ. Uh, You know, what do you mean by that, Arsenio? Well, for someone who's listening in Japan, I would love for them to come on a podcast with me with someone from, I don't know, Saudi Arabia. And then we're going to have one topic that we're going to focus on, and we're just going to have a free-flowing conversation. You see what I mean? Using that communication and speaking with the stranger. You're tackling so many different areas, including fear, because a lot of you are scared, just as Wen was in my last previous, uh, my previous International Guest Speaking uh, podcast. She was terrified, absolutely terrified. Why? Well, because she's not used to that. And so that's what you want to do, is put yourself in an uncomfortable position. So in saying that in the next two years... These are the types of crazy things that I wanna link up with. you know, Linking up with different places in America, whereas some of my students here would have to call and say, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, this, that, that. And I would have like some of my friends come onto the podcast or onto a video chat and my students would have to uh, listen, take notes and ask him questions about a variety of things, not even scripted. I want no questions. See, that is what you call learning. You live in, and so, with that being said, she made some excellent points. And see, that's why I'm a trainer, I'm not a teacher because what she's saying is what I'm doing. And because she's tied down to the law, because she's tied down to a garbage curriculum, she's not, she cannot teach outside the box. And this is why I've given up on all schools around the world, including international schools, because you're taught to teach in the box. To pass the test, oh, you have to do it to assess them. Assess them with what? I want to assess them with life. Can we assess with life? Do you have a life? Do you have a life assessment test? Uh, uh, yeah, I know, I know. So with that being said, guys, take this podcast with you today. Q and A. So many different things coming up, and you guys are gonna be real excited about what I have to come because there's so many good things that are coming up. No more boring stuff. We're getting into the good. So with that being said, man, have a wonderful. Morning, an afternoon, and evening. I'm your host, Arcedio, as usual, over and out.